0: Well hello kids and happy anniversary! It's our one year anniversary! I am your resident spooky drag queen Pissy Miles.
1: And
2: I am your resident spooky smartass
1: Sam Baxter.
3: Hi it's Kevin.
1: Hi everyone it's Jess. And I'm Bob.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and this is, is, is my, my Spooky Gay Family. Ooh.
0: Hello, Sam Baxter.
2: Hello, Pissy Miles.
0: <laughs> Can you believe we made it a whole year with this podcast?
2: It feels like it's been 10. I know,
0: <laughs> at least since March. Yes. Um, I'm very excited because today we have a very, 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 very special episode. We have a Bob cast and we have a Jess cast and a Kev cast. <laughs> <laughs> We have the whole spooky gay family here for the one-year anniversary. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm so far so good. We have, we've been trying to record the beginning of this episode for like 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Kevin's like, "Can you hear me?" And I'm like, "No, Kevin, you're 42 <laughs> feet from the microphone." He's like, "Can you hear me?" <laughs> Kevin, what are you doing? Why are you being like this? <laughs> How are you, Kevin? I'm great. How are you? <laughs>
1: and Jess, I'm doing well.
0: Yeah? Yeah, excited you to excited be back. Are you excited to be back?
1: I am. I am. I'm very excited.
0: <laughs> it's been so long since we had you guys. The last time we recorded was, I think, what was it? The sixth or seventh episode.
1: Yeah, it was somewhere
2: sp- in there.
0: And th- <laughs> what, what? Somebody
3: just dropped a shit
5: ton of dishes somewhere or something. <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like the (laughs) birdcage. That's piranha. (laughs) Fuck the shrimp. (laughs) Just somewhere in the distance. (laughs) But it sounded like a sound effect, not like somebody really dropping dishes. It was like...
0: (laughs) Well, we live next to... uh, I don't want to call it a good restaurant, but it's a restaurant. (laughs) And it's... (laughs) They have great pizza, but it's not like a good restaurant. Um... That got that got so much meaner than I intended. It. <laughs> I was like, they are never going to sponsor this podcast." We have our work Christmas
1: parties there. Really? <laughs> did you really? I swear to God, yeah. every year. Really? When I worked in Basking Ridge, yeah. Basking Ridge is nowhere near here. I uh, know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you all got on the bus and you're like, you took a little a little teacher's field trip. <laughs> <So> we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you like. Uh, Like on Arrested Development, when Lupe's family all gets on the bus. Oh, no, it's not Lupe's family. It's all the people who work at the business and it gets confused. You guys don't watch Arrested Development, do you? It's been a while. (laughs) What? It's been a while
3: since I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Joe. (laughs) He's going to do this to you the whole time. You know this. Uh, I,
0: I am very excited that you guys are joining us tonight because like I said, we haven't had you on in quite a while, but we're also going to be talking about some spoopy shit because it is uh, Halloween. We are currently celebrating the 13 weeks of Halloween. This is week seven, right or eight?
2: I would have to count I think I think we're on I think we're on eight. Right.
0: Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> like, you don't know what week it is.. <laughs>
2: not, 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 <laughs> you guys are
5: like we're on the week of Halloween.
0: Well, we are. I I think it's week eight of the 13 weeks of Halloween, which sucks because that means that we are very nearly done with the 13 weeks of Halloween. But um, do you have a definitive answer?
2: Yes, it's seven.
1: Oh,
0: seven. So we're only about halfway through.
1: (laughs) (laughs) thought it was seven because last week you're like six which is kind of like half but a little less than half and you're into this whole like math
0: <laughs> and meanwhile these two had no idea because they haven't been listening uh he's like oh geez don't call me out um yes we are on week seven of the 13 weeks of halloween so tonight we're going to be getting into some some spooky ghost conversation do you guys believe in ghosts Yes. I should
1: hope so, <laughs> otherwise it's going to be a
5: boring
0: episode. <laughs> well, I'm saying you can have ghost stories and not necessarily believe in ghosts. I know that you're kind of skeptical.
1: I think my answer is more complicated in that, you know, what do you consider to be a ghost? I believe in, like, energy being left over. Mm-hmm. I believe in, like, the, and we'll probably talk about it when, you know, it's my turn. But I don't know if I believe in, like, seeing you know an apparition Mm -hmm. I guess because I haven't
4: I
0: mean that's fine and honestly there are a lot that's actually a good place to start because there are a lot of conversations one of the interesting conversations we had with Kathy Kelly from the paranormal museum was that there's a lot of different ideas of like what what qualifies as a ghost is it you know an energy is it a feeling is it an actual spirit is it kind of uh uh, an, a memory energy, I think was how she described it. Or is it like a sentient being, you know, because there's a difference between obviously like demons and, you know, all that shit and ghosts. But what it comes down to is that a lot of people have kind of, everyone has a different understanding of what they think a ghost is. So I'm not really sure. I don't know what my... I don't know what my belief is. I know that we have had a lot of like crazy, <laughs> crazy experiences. <laughs> yeah. uh, starting almost as far back as I can remember, you had experiences in the first house we grew up in.
1: Some of the m- most vivid ones, actually. You know, really? I remember from there. Yeah.
0: What was your most vivid memory?
1: Um, m- Most of them took place in the room that Sam and I shared um specifically near the <laughs> closet <laughs> yeah. in the room that we shared which I closet. don't remember if we even talked about this the last time I was on but the closet was a very deep closet it wasn't like a walk in um because as soon as you open the door there was like one rod where clothes mm-hmm. could hang but then there and there was, was like so an bizarre. back right well there was but there was actually like a second bar which is really inconvenient and useless <laughs> um and then past that it was like a freaking narnia closet because <laughs> once you went past the second bar that would hold you know clothes um there was there was like a slanted ceiling and this extra storage space mm-hmm. and there was something about particularly that that back section that always really scared me, always felt very uncomfortable. Um and anything for the most part, anything that I ever like really f- was scared about in that room had to had to do with that closet. And I know that sounds like such a cop out cuz like what kid isn't scared of, you know, their bedroom the closet. closet but there definitely was like a very specific feeling a- attached to that.
0: But we all kind of had weird experiences with closets. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic. Uh, most of us were on our way out. Some of us were afraid of what was inside. But, um, I mean, you had problems with the the closet on, I can say, yeah. Evergreen Avenue, right? Yeah. Because no we're
1: none of
4: us live the there towns. anymore. <laughs> Actually, I know the people who live there yeah. now. But Do you really?
1: <laughs> yeah, he was a student of mine. Oh, oh, I remember you telling me this yeah. now. That's
0: fucking weird. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> you're like, I've seen your room. <laughs> you're like, don't <laughs> go in the closet, <laughs> kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be noted that you are not an educator anymore. I'm not. That's big and news. happily not
1: an, an educator anymore. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, ha- happily. <laughs> no, I'm good with that. Listen, you had
0: a lot of wonderful experiences as an educator, but you are very happy to be doing what you're doing now. Correct. Um... Bob and Kevin and I had a lot of crazy experiences when it comes to closets in the house we lived in. A little bit later, um, did you ever have? Because this is something we haven't talked much about.
5: Talk about the walk-in closet.
0: The walk-in closet.
5: The one because we had the master bedroom, we had the walk-in closet.
0: No, I actually had a worse experience with the closet oh, the across way. from my bed. Okay, that one. Yeah. Um, sorry. When. When we were living on Union Avenue, did you guys have any weird experiences? I know you guys had like yellow eyes, but that was just the reflection Yeah, that yeah, was literally just the ceiling fan. There was <laughs> there was a monster that we that uh some of us were afraid of as children. That was called yellow eyes, but it was the reflection of the ceiling light. In the yeah. It was predominantly black. It was me. No, it was me. I'll be I honest. mean, it's it a me. it's a reasonable fear for a child. I was four, not so understand it's not like yeah. the the concept of why it was reflecting that yeah. way. But it is kind of funny to think about. I don't remember. I mean, I remember we have funny stories from that house in terms of being afraid of things, <laughs> but we d- we d- I don't remember any ghost stories in that house.
1: The irony is, I had a lot of fucking weird experiences in that house, but none of them were paranormal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you mean so, like
0: the night you saw Bob talking to a stranger? Oh on my the god! Yeah, that, <laughs> that was
5: not me. It wasn't me. Well, it was, it was one you. of the two of you. But maybe you did see a ghost. <laughs> Bob. Maybe it was me. I don't remember. I think it was you. <laughs> probably I think not. it was Bob
1: talking. And it turned out, wasn't it a cop? It was a detective. So this a rare
0: glimpse into the bizarre. <laughs> we <laughs> we used
1: Florence, to have so. sleepovers a lot, like in the living room, because we actually all really got along and, and liked to yeah. do that. Um, and so I had gotten up <laughs> for some reason. It was like late at night, not really the middle of the night, but maybe like midnight, 1 it o'clock. It was pretty late, yeah. And... By the sliding glass doors, which is creepy enough because obviously you can't really see much outside of the sliding glass doors. I just see Bob, who you were really little at the time. I mean, I'm thinking like yeah, I had five, six. Yeah, I oh, think he was, he was little really like little. Like five. And he's just, you know, standing there. So first it was just scary walking into the room and seeing him just staring at a, at a door, um, <laughs> like not really talking, <laughs> just standing there. Like that's kind of out of a horror movie. <laughs> And then the more closely I looked, I could see this, like, figure of a man on the other side just like, what the hell is going on? Um, But really, it was just, it was a detective in town who, I guess, like, saw that a light was on or thought something was amiss and decided to come to the back of the house up onto a deck and talk to a five-year-old through a sliding glass door. How how weird, like...
0: There was a light on in the house in the middle of the night, so you decided to
1: walk up onto the. I think deck? it was like outside or something. He was friends with, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so okay. I don't know. I, I it still doesn't you now. Saying it as an adult, it actually makes far less sense than it did to me at the <laughs> time. Um, but that was that was the story. That
0: that that is definitely one of the weirder stories from from <laughs> Union Avenue. The one I remember the most vividly was. Uh, I remember the fireworks in the pot. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to see if Home Alone worked. <laughs> and I remember the marionette. Yes. Did you want to talk about the marionette?
4: I, no,
1: not really. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do. We. Where did that come from? Aunt Patty. Aunt, she got it for you? She got... Believe it or not, there were two of them. Um, because... There was one for me and one for Sam. One was like pink clothed, and the other one was like blue. I remember they had like a different outfit. Um, I don't know why she would get such a goddamn scary <laughs> um, toy for us, and we were really little because we originally had them in Evergreen. They were on the dressers. Yeah, I remember. Um, but yeah, that's don't where you they have came a weird from.
0: Story about the dressers that I on have Evergreen. so
1: many stories in that room. Um. About, like, things moving. And I was a little... I don't want to say OCD because I think people use that term far too loosely. But there mm-hmm. was de- I definitely was ritualistic as yeah. a kid with my, like, bedtime you routine. You were a
0: perfectionist about how things were laid out on...
1: It, it was that. But that was more because <clears throat> I was, like, testing out theories. Like, I I specifically arranged things a certain way to kind of, like, almost catch the ghost or whatever what I felt was, like, wrong in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, there was, like, a whole ritual before I went to bed each night. I really sound like such a freak saying this. No. Um, but there was, and there was even, like, internal, like, <laughs> was, like this internal oh song that I had to, like... Oh, do you have <laughs> a song? Do you remember? I do, but I can't.
4: You have do to you sing know, this like... song. You have to sing this song. Do you song. know
1: in... <laughs> <laughs> do you know in Willy Wonka... Oh, no. You know when he's, like, he's in the one room... And um, there's like the musical password and it's like d Yeah. I that was that was part of it. <laughs> that was
0: part of it. What was, was the rest of
1: it? I don't remember all of it, but I do That's remember a lie. <laughs> you like, I know you and I know you know
0: every word.
1: Um, I really don't. I really don't I swear but there was this whole thing that I had to do so there was things that I had to arrange in the room and I had to go through this whole inner monologue (laughs) including my musical password and um things moved I mean there were definitely I still remember I think I even talked about it last time I don't want to keep repeating myself but like I I remember you bringing it up there was I, I don't know why I had this there was like this little Native American like like statue it was maybe, like, five inches tall. I have no idea where I got that from, which is a really also a bizarre thing for me to have. Like, why would I have that? It was
0: there when we moved in. You didn't see <laughs> it?
1: Right. Yeah. Again, all they the things
0: that I'm saying out loud now, and I'm like, in hmm. A in the
1: basement, um, was there an attic
0: in that house? Mm,
2: kind of. Well, this, this is
0: something I think about a lot, because it, I have a vague
1: memory of there being... Cause an attic. There, there was
2: a cedar closet, and then there was that weird little closet in the master bedroom. There were
1: there were two other closets. There was the big one, like when you walked into the master bedroom, there was the one on, on the, the right hand yeah. side that was pretty big, further... and, and that one maybe had like a little bit. Of, I don't think so, though. I don't think there was much of an attic. Because Are you sure there, there was... wasn't
0: an attic entrance in the hallway near the bathroom?
1: God, this is so weird. I don't. I think I, there might
2: have been. I think I'm having the same
0: I'm having a memory. Hysterical.
2: Memory I'm having
0: a memory that. of of there being an attic in that house. And for some reason, I remember being up there and I don't remember why or how I got there.
2: Did it involve an old woman leading you the <laughs> stairs <instead? It was laughs> like Seriously. three in the morning? Yeah, and
0: she had these really long, spindly arms. <laughs> And she just kept saying, you're going to live with me forever. Uh, that's a lie. And none of that happened. But um, <laughs> I I don't want to say I'm positive, but I have a memory of an, of an attic in that house. The basement was kind of creepy in that house as well. Because you would go downstairs and there was like the washroom immediately on your right. And then there was kind of a living area with... Um, like there was we, i think we had a tv down there right yeah we had yeah. a tv yeah. down there the
4: and we
2: had a couch that very rarely had the cushions on
0: it yeah <laughs> and then there was a, a wet bar <laughs> behind it mm-hmm. and then there was another like like a body closet <laughs> <laughs>
1: so there was one other room in that house that gave me really uncomfortable vibes and it was that extra storage room so you had the body closet you, but it was actually very large. Like, it to was my big. memory. That like, was, I remember when when but,
0: dad's friend Ed lived with us. Do oh you remember God. this? He yeah. lived in that room down there.
5: That room?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, my mind was just blown for, like, seven different reasons. <laughs> um, so when I lived there, and this, this is weird, too. And this is something I haven't thought about in so long. Like, that room was always... I don't want to say barricaded because that's too strong of a word, but that I room was never opened and like you no. couldn't open it and like you didn't go in there. Like there yeah. was no.
0: And for no real reason.
1: Right. Like, because everything, it wasn't like the rest. We're not talking about some nice, like finished basement. Like no. this was not was it a, a was, like, really like, broken
0: great
5: glass or something. Yeah, well, there clean was, that shit up was, for, like, 15 like, years. Like, I mean, I mean behind, we weren't allowed to go behind the bar, though, either, because of, of glass reasons.
1: Yeah, but, Bob, like, you weren't allowed in that room. And more oh, than, like, you weren't allowed in it, like, I feel like you couldn't get in it. I mean, I do remember feeling
5: like it I was couldn't right get room. in
1: Seriously. is the Zodiac. Oh, my God. And here's the the real. So, yes, had very weird vibes. Like, there was just something off about that. I don't know why, for any reason, we wouldn't have been allowed or we couldn't access that room. But here's the weirdest thing. I have one memory of actually being in that room and being in it with Dad. And we were melting, like, lead weights. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Dad
0: have you help him hide the body? <laughs> we and were, there was a river under the we house. Were, uh,
1: we were making like candles, and like m- like we had these like lead. <laughs> oh I hope Dad's listening this right now. Like, going, this should be like a, I should she... really be uh, sitting down and having these conversations without <laughs> people listening to me. Um, One no, this we this need to memory is. To explain this. I know yeah. this memory is really coming back. So we had these like metal molds. And I feel like we were melting wax to make candles in these molds. I have no idea why. And I also don't know what we were melting it on. Like, was there an oven in this room? (laughs) Like, now I'm, like, confused. But I remember doing it in this room. And I remember, like, we were melting something else, like, like, lead weights, like, fishing, like weights or something like that because i remember him being like you can't touch this like Mm -hmm. this is not like there was some but i have no idea now and i I have not thought of this for probably 30 years (laughs) (laughs)
0: you i mean you were probably the one of of the five of us that probably has the clearest memory of that house because we were all so young when we lived there i mean you were very young as well but um you probably have the clearest memory of that house.
1: I do because I lived it until I I mean from age what like like 4 until 12, mm-hmm. I guess. Um so yeah, I remember it you know pretty clearly other than this room and I, this weird detached memory that's kind of coming back and the clown um, that lived in the laundry room. But yeah, that that room was very it
0: it felt wrong. It felt weird to me as well. And I remember... um, It's such a strange memory, but I remember any time I was in the basement alone, I never felt comfortable. And I also remember when Ed lived down there.
1: Who Who is Ed? You don't remember this? One of Dad's Dad's friends.
0: One of Dad's friends... This is probably, like, more information than I should ever be sharing. One of Dad's friends, like, went through a divorce. um, And he... When he left his house he had nowhere to go so he lived in the basement for i want to say it was like six months yeah, or, was a something like year six or something months. like that it was, a while. it was a while but he lived downstairs in the basement
2: <laughs> no recollection okay. this was, This okay was after mom and dad were divorced though this was like yeah no i yeah. figured that much <laughs> That's yeah weird.
0: so while we were living there you probably actually weren't no when ed was there no, you, no, you probably yeah. weren't there yeah That's just weird. Okay, I know it's very strange. I have like, I'll have like weird flashbacks to that house. Like, I remember that. I remember Ed living in that room and like being downstairs alone and like nothing weird happened. Like Ed was a nice guy, but I remember like encountering Ed like in that room, like living in that room. (laughs) This sounds shadier than I I intended. There's no reason
2: when you use the word encountering. Well, no, there's there's no
0: like there's no like a simple way to describe it's like i was in the basement alone and ed was in his bedroom and which was this weird storage room and the door was never open and i remember that was what i was so fascinated about because it was like the door was open so i kept like trying to look to see what the room looked like but it was just like ed sitting on his bed like reading a book or something but it's just
1: a weird concept to have a room in your house that like you don't know what it is or yeah. like you don't use it it it's was not a large house like we no. could have used the <laughs> yeah. Um so it's just again as an adult this is so much more bizarre than it was at the time I know
0: and then on top of it it's like I the only other two memories the only two clear memories I have in that house were when Sam and I were playing with G.I. Joes in our bedroom and I melted <laughs> I accidentally melted one of my G.I. Joes because I had put him like on the lamp like he was sitting there but he fell against the light bulb and literally like melted to the light bulb
4: yeah, yeah. mom loved that yeah no, no,
0: no, dad da- da- this was when we were living with bad. dad yeah. Kevin and
5: I were it was like bath night for me and Kevin yeah. <laughs> and you guys were in the room playing and all of a sudden dad was like Oh, that smell! It was like <laughs> burning plastic. And he like
3: ran the room, and Joel's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just like freaked out.
0: Um, and the other memory I have was being really little. This was before the divorce. It's probably the only memory I have from before the divorce. Why are you smiling? <laughs> no, because
1: I didn't know if it had to do with me. Because I have a very vivid memory of you. Oh,
0: it actually kind of does have to do oh with God. you, but I don't think it's the same memory. Okay. Um, you and mom were sitting in the kitchen and uh, you were probably having a very serious conversation about what was going on because I'm sure the divorce was like in the midst of everything happening. Um, And (laughs) in this house, like the stairs went down to the front door and then there was the dining room right next to that and you could see into the kitchen, like from the front door, you could see to the kitchen and the table there where you and mom were sitting. And I remember all the lights were off upstairs I don't know why I was walking around because I was not, like, old enough to be walking around. And I got to the, um, I got to the edge of the stairs and I remember, like, head over feet falling down the (laughs) stairs, like, doing that, like... I remember the thuds the like, <laughs> like I remember it like falling all the way down the stairs and then like getting to the bottom and just like standing up slowly and turning and looking into the kitchen and you and mom were just like looking at me like <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started crying and like ran to mop that's the only other memory I have in that house oh was falling down the stairs <laughs> or being pushed by a ghost huh.
1: That wasn't what I was thinking. What of. is your memory? Is um, this going to When I me? yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can say thank you at the end because mm. I think I might be the one responsible for your chosen career. Um, so. <laughs> oh, I know this story. <laughs> when I I used to take dance lessons, and for a recital one year, we all were dressed as like Jasmine from Aladdin, and so I decided to dress up Joe. <laughs> As jasmine and we played the music from aladdin and he was like dancing around my room that was just one of one of many times that i put you in a dress
0: yeah yeah i ended up in dresses a lot well that's my adult life um (laughs) uh I feel like things definitely started on Evergreen. I don't have a lot of stories from Union Avenue. It wasn't until we got to the house that the four of us grew up in that things then kind of got a little bit crazy. Got a little <laughs> bit
4: Blumhouse.
0: Yeah. A little bit Blumhouse, yeah. We all have kind of strange stories. And it's such a shame that you weren't there because mm. I think you would have enjoyed it.
1: No, I've, I, I, no. <laughs> 'cause i ha i there's like creepy things that I felt in that house. I don't feel like I needed to live there. I'm cool,
0: yeah it it I mean don't get me wrong, like living with Dad was wonderful, but uh I don't know that yeah that house was was challenging. you probably have you and Kevin probably have some of the best ghost stories from that house mm. Kevin does
5: I have like okay ones, and they weren't until like
0: my like High school years. They went all the way through high school for you?
5: No, I mean, well, Kevin, well, it's because in high school, that's when Kevin um, started playing around with, like...
3: Witchcraft?
0: Yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Kevin became affectionately
1: known as the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were the Prince of Darkness.
0: I remember Dad took your eyeliner away. Every single time, That,
3: was, oh, that and was, half of my more. black pens actually, because he thought pens. they were eyeliner pencils. So he used to like go into my room like at night, and he would just take whatever like <laughs> eyeliner pencil thing he could find. Dad took all your pencils. You're like, I can't go to school. Literally, there were times I went to school and like didn't out of have a pen. For
2: him. What? That sounds out of character for him. That he would like wait for you to be asleep. I feel like normally he would just like bust, the bust. Pen. Well, <laughs> like,
4: if it, what the hell are these? <laughs> It was every morning he would he
5: would make Kevin come and like he'd like look at Kevin's eyes and like make sure he wasn't wearing eyeliner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he said that like it was uh Rosemary's baby. Like, look at his eyes <laughs> <laughs> be
5: well, to his I mean, eyes. <laughs> he was the
0: early 2000s so anybody who wore eyeliner it was like raccoon eyes so
5: it was like you knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you
0: really experimented with the eyeliner Yes I did. In, in yes, that I phase did. of your life. I did. You're the only person in this family who's had eyeliner bigger than mine. <laughs> 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 that
3: is really true. That is true. Yeah. Uh,
0: what is your most memorable ghost story from that house? Oh my god there's so many. Um, Bob told one where like a ghost like got in bed with him.
5: Yeah, the um, that was we were doing one night. Kevin and I were messing around with tarot cards.
0: You t- uh, you told the story on the yeah. podcast last time you were here. Oh, I think.
3: Okay. Um, well, they weren't tarot cards; they were divination cards. Sorry, no, it's okay. I'm just saying they're different things. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> I did work at a metaphysical mesoph- no, <laughs> shop for like three years. <laughs> um,
0: what el- What other experiences
3: did you have in that room? Um, I think the scariest one was when you guys were at Montclair and I was actually alone in that room and like I used to get so scared and I'm I'm not even embarrassed to admit this I used to put the Finding Nemo DVD in because I had this like shelf thing that was above my bed mm-hmm. um, and was like attached to my bed so I there remember. was a TV on it and I used to put the Finding Nemo DVD in and leave it on the home screen because it was like a fish tank so it would like help me sleep and there was like, it was kind of like a nightlight and I'm totally not embarrassed by that because that room was so creepy. And one I night, actually
0: did something very similar when I lived in the room that Sam used to live in. I used to turn on the birdcage every night before bed yeah. and just like let it play overnight. Yeah, Dad's like, my electric bill! <laughs> <laughs> that TV's for guests! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: But yeah, like one night, um, it was like mid-November, and I I got up and I went to the bathroom, and I had to go down that creepy ass little hallway <laughs> um, to go to the bathroom that has that weird mm-hmm. jut out for the bathroom and everything. Um, and I turn around, I go back into our room, and I open the door, and the TV is now all white noise. And I used to keep an oscillating fan that was like right next to um, that was right next to my bed, and. It was thrown across the room, and it was unplugged, but was still going, like, at full speed. Like, it wasn't, like, slowing down. It wasn't, like, I could still, like, hear it was still spinning. So I literally reached <clears throat> over the, like, the like thing over my bed and grabbed a pillow and a blanket, and I went and I slept in the living room. <laughs> I closed the door, didn't, like, turn anything off, didn't go Just and check on it. Full-on like. nope. <laughs> yep. I just—I didn't even want to like go into the door Because like you know when you would go into that room that It like, felt weird yeah Especially because to the right was the walk-in closet And it felt and like a blind spot It yeah. really did because the door opened towards The door for the walk-in closet
0: I know we used to put it like Sydney Puts her closet mm. uh, yeah, In scream. <laughs> scream but it was like Such a big opening you could
3: have done that and still Walked in Yeah <laughs> And, like, I used to always get, like, that overwhelming feeling that I was just going to walk into the room and somebody was going to open the door in the walk-in closet, pull me in, and the door was going to shut. Jesus. Um, so I literally just, like, because my bed was right next to the door. Yeah. So I just literally, like, reached over, grabbed a pillow and a blanket, and ran and slept in the living room. Well,
0: Bob and I had a similar experience one night. Yeah. We were sit- – do you, do you remember this? I was sitting on Kevin's bed. It, it was, like, we were just Where sitting there video games? We were playing video games. Kevin wasn't in the room though. You and I, you were sitting on the floor <laughs> next to the fan. No, Kevin wasn't there. It okay. was just you and I and I was sitting on Kevin's bed and you were sitting on the floor and the fan was next to you but it wasn't yeah. plugged in. Yeah, it wasn't plugged in. And then in it, it just started oscillating. <laughs> well, no, it only when it was
5: like did it like once like it waved it us. Well, you turned it off. Oh, did I? You you literally like looked.
0: You didn't even say anything. You just like click. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even like that should happen. It was bizarre. It was really strange because, and you and I were both like, huh? Yeah. Like (laughs) got up and left. Oh
4: god. It was like I don't
0: know. Like, you probably have one of the craziest ghost stories of any of us. You know that, right? Which one? Not in the house.
5: Oh, you mean the oh god! You have story. to tell it. This is a long story. Okay, so, <laughs> so to, there's like a little bit of a, like a pre-story. We'll do that quick. So, um, my friend was dating this guy who um was a little bit off his rocker, and <laughs> a <little bit>. um, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, Kevin. <laughs> but um, he was he, there was like this place, and it was like an abandoned old, like not, I don't want to say like an asylum, but like it was like whatever. It was like a home for people. I don't know, but um. And so it was haunted.
0: So one night we decided to go there. And this wasn't far from the house?
5: No. It was
0: like, it was like one town over. Yeah. Like yeah. like we're talking like a 15 minute drive. Yeah. And it
5: was in a residential neighborhood. It's in a really weird area. So it's like. It was it, near Fablan. Yes, it is near Fadaland. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like where you would go and find a haunted place. Do you we'll know, know we've Island.
0: never told that story on the podcast? Really? I mean, it's not really scary, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it was scary at the time. We thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs>
5: How many times have I done that? Because I did that at your house. Remember when it was in the paper? Yes. And I literally just wanted to say Fabricland. I couldn't do it. So. <laughs>
0: there's a there's a sewing store near our old, our childhood home called Fabricland. And Bob was driving by and he I went to driving say. By. Well, you, <laughs> mom was, was driving running, by. I, I was like 13. Mom was driving by and you were in the car and you saw it and you were like, oh, look, it's Fabba, Fabba, Fabba Land. <laughs> Fableland. <laughs> that has stuck with me ever since. Literally, like twenty years. <laughs> Even my kids know it. I know. <laughs> Do they really? Yes. They know Fabaland? Yes,
5: and we say Stuple Fab-a? instead of "stupid." Yes. Do they really? Pretty much regularly. Who told you about Stuple? It's we on it. Who told?
3: <laughs> Who told you? Isn't it on the Twelve Days of Bob and Kevin? It is. Probably. Probably. Stuple jam driveway at Fabaland. I oh,
0: jam heard. driveway is not. I never in, in
3: said
5: jam it.
0: driveway. Uh, you did. You absolutely did. Not lines. I did one say one trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. Um, Sounds Faboland. Yeah. So it was near Faboland. You went to this abandoned. Yeah. So whatever. there was a group of us, and it was like
5: I want to. It was in the fall, so it was creepy and it was cold, and it was the right kind of time of year. And um, he gave very specific instructions because they had been like one or two times before that. So um. <clears throat> The one thing he told us was like, I don't know, it was like weird. I don't know how to explain it. The way he explained it is like, you will see ghosts, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, it's like if you like focus on something. But <laughs> I then, love
0: his detailed explanation. Oh, no, you will see ghosts, blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to do the quick version of it. <laughs> but, um,
5: to make it, to explain it in the way that kind of is how he explained it, it would be like if you looked at something for a really long time and like it's almost like you lost focus on it but you're still looking at it Mm -hmm. and it's like that in between he was like in that like in between that's like how you could like see ghosts and i was like okay you're full of shit whatever (laughs) so um we're standing there and he's like he's like so the thing you have to understand about ghosts blah, blah, blah blah is um like if you see like a shadow that like shouldn't be there kind of thing he's like it might not look like a person it might just be like a very large like like black shadowy type thing right and um Kevin, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, it was just the way you were gesturing. <laughs> but, but it was weird because, like, we
5: look at the like building, and it would be like the, it was a clear night, and it was like a somewhat full moon, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty bright um, once your eyes adjusted, and we were looking at the building. And this side of the building should have just been pretty much like flat, like bright, whatever. But there were it was like moving shadows that were like really big and like some were really smaller, and it was it was weird. And I was starting, to, I was like, okay, this guy might actually know what he's talking about. <laughs> I was, like, whatever. And then, um. He said, like, whenever you feel, like, get, like, like a chill down your spine, that's because, like, a ghost, like, touched you or something like that. And I was like, again, you're, like, so fucking full (laughs) of shit. But then I remember we were walking down this path, and it was so strange because it was, like... The ground was like oh, I'm gonna sound like such an idiot. It was like glowing, but not glowing. It was like it was almost like there was like glow worms like all over the ground. <laughs> it was bizarre. I know it makes no sense.
0: I was like, what the fuck is happening? Was and, it a legitimate like path? Was it like sidewalk?
5: Yeah, it was like but like in the grass around it. It was. Did like, he give you candy? Before? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like don't I was do like, that. No, he gave me ketamine. <laughs> It was, like, special (laughs) cave. No, no, but it was, like, um, so I remember, I thought I saw out of the corner of my eye, like, a hand, so I turned because I thought when my friends was about to grab my shoulder, there was nobody there, and then, like, a chill went down my spine. I was like, ooh. I was not having it. And then um, we saw, like, in the middle of this field, there was, like, this very large, like, shadowy figure, right? And we all kind of stopped, and he had explained that we all have, like, spirits that are like not like attached to us but almost like like kind of like a guardian angel type um situation but not that um and i remember and he was he that one of the guys we were with um we'll just call him b um he, he was like he was like that was like his or something like that and i was like okay that's fucking weird but i saw it and it like and it was there and then it was gone kind of thing and then we walked around to um there was like a courtyard and in the courtyard, he explained to us there was um there was a bucket there. <laughs> it's very much the I has a bucket meme. <laughs> oh, oh no, they still in my bucket. But was, there was a spirit there that he was like, he was like, it does not let you go near the bucket. It's like it's it's bucket. Like we don't know. But it's, it's bucket, don't <laughs> the, go near the bucket. Okay. That's its emotional support. Bucket. I get <laughs> like, bucket. Okay. Like I don't know what to tell you. But I was being a little bit of like a skeptic and kind of a little bit of a butthead. And I was like, I was like, don't go near this bucket. And I was like getting kind of closer. And he was like, (laughs) he was like, you can go near it. I'm not gonna stop you, but I wouldn't go near the bucket. And (laughs) I was like, I was like getting close to the bucket. I was like, nothing's happening. (laughs) Like this isn't his bucket, blah blah. And then I swear to God, it was the weirdest fucking thing. I was maybe like a foot and a half from the bucket. And then I didn't like see something step in front of it, but it was very clearly like something stepped in front of the bucket. That was not a person, and I was like, "It's his bucket." <laughs> I like, Sorry about your yeah, bucket. I was just checking to see if you had water in your bucket. Like, I was like, like, "I was like, it's your bucket, man. I don't care." <laughs> and then, so because I was being a little bit of a skeptic, he had me do this thing that was. This is really kind of when I was like, "Okay, this guy really might actually really know what he's talking about." Um, he had me close my eyes, and he told me he was like, "Listen." there is a ghost here that is somewhat connected with you. And I was like, well, that's not awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But better than my living dating life, so good good (laughs) man. And um, (laughs) the ghost is like the squirrel from uh, Uh, Swords of Stone. And um, so he was like,
0: listen,
5: what I'm going to do, he's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to point at it. And this was when my eyes were closed. And he was like, what I want you to do is I want you to, like, just spin in a circle where you're standing. And when – when you feel like he's like, you will know when it's like, like, um, when you're like looking at it, kind of thing. Obviously, like, not looking at because my eyes were, but closed. when you're facing it, yeah, he's like, you will like, you'll like feel like that you're like looking at it, kind of thing. So I started slowly and I was like, this guy is a total moron, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And eventually, I turned and it was like, I got this like weird, it was almost like, um, Almost like when you get, not like a shudder, but like when you feel like, almost like a vibration through you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped, pointed my finger like he told me to, and I opened my eyes and we were both pointing at the same spot. That was fucking weird. And then um, in the windows, like every now and then it would be like, not like, not like a bright light, but almost like, like a pale light would kind of like come towards the glass and then it would go back out. And it was like, yeah, there was all kinds of shit like that going on. That's weird. Uh, yeah. On the way out, there was like, there was one window you weren't, supposed, or one door you weren't supposed to go up to because there was a ghost or like something that was kind of like more like malevolent, as they put it, that would like run at the door if you got close. And B, <laughs> from before, did that, and then he got totally freaked out and screamed and ran away. <laughs> um, the one, there was another really big one. We were walking away, and I looked up at the roof, and there was like very clearly like the silhouette of like a person up there. And I was like, guys, what the fuck is that? And then we turned back, and it was, like, gone. And, in like, where it was was now there was, like, like, an air conditioner unit that was not there when I looked at it. It was very weird. It was a lot of stuff like that. Um, when we left, I saw as a car was driving by, like, the entrance that we came down. Because the thing that he said that we had to be careful was that some spirits can follow you, so you have to kind of be, like, very clear, like, when you leave, like, you know... Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Don't Do yeah. not pass go. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an invitation. <laughs> it was
0: like AOL. <laughs> you had to turn on the dialogue. It was my wife like, that
5: to Joanna. Like not getting in my house. Not in my house. <laughs> um, but like, so I turned around, I looked, and as a car was driving by, its headlights kind of illuminated the area, and there was like very clearly like a like a shadow of a figure like walking down the pathway, but there was nobody on the path, kind of thing, like in the car headlight, and um. Yeah, it was really fucking creepy
0: that's weird yeah
5: have you ever gone back yeah we went back we went back a couple weeks later with more people but that night um was kind of bad because it was raining and it was closer to like halloween so i don't know if that really makes a big difference but it felt like it did and that night we we went back to the courtyard and as we were walking towards the courtyard and we had like had a whole bunch of really scary experiences up till then like it was like just really active but this was the scariest one um halfway to the courtyard we all heard a scream but half of us heard a little girl and half of us heard an adult woman but
0: there was only one scream (laughs) so that was really creepy and that's when we left They were like, yeah, it's too
5: active. We can't be here.
0: That (laughs) happened to me and Adam. Adam and I went to Greystone, which is a psychiatric hospital in Morris County, not too far from from
1: where we all live. (laughs) Where uh, Zach runs track there. Does he really? Cross country. There's a big. At Greystone? It's like right next to it. It's Morris County Park. It's like right next to it. Yeah. Is he runs through the woods to get there. From the <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna let Jim on the track. Nobody let Jim catch you. <laughs> um. Yeah. Grace this podcast
2: does not stigmatize the mentally ill. <laughs> the legal hamster is looking at me. The legal hamster. <laughs> um, disclaimer. Go ahead.
0: Uh, yeah, Greystone is a psychiatric hospital um, in Morris County in New Jersey, and it used to be uh, a very famous facility, but was abandoned. And then they kind of erected a new building across the street that was like the, the new facility that was much better and more improved and more humane. It was kind of noted for being uh, pretty unpleasant, right?
2: Yeah, the Kirkbride Building was was known to be very active
0: after it was closed. After down. After it was closed down, yes, and well, it was—I mean, before honestly, it was <laughs> <I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> before it was closed down, it, it was like kind of noted for its cruelty and yeah, overcrowding. It was, it was and, noted
2: for being very unpleasant, just not in a yeah. spectral way.
0: Yeah, not in a spectral way. It was—it was kind of all those stories you hear about like uh, hospitals that were. Kind of anyone was dumped in there and not really taken care of. And so the the people there did not have a high quality of life. And um but Adam and I, of course, being the idiots that we are, decided to go to uh to the old Kirkbride Kirkbride? Kirk Bride. Kirk Kirkbride Kirk bride. Kirk, Kirk bride Building and um Bride of Kirk. Bride of Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> bride of Kirk, Kirk Bride. Kirkbride Building, uh, one night, which is obviously illegal and none of you should do it. Um not, it it's Since been taken down, but any (laughs) any abandoned asylum should not be uh, explored for a a myriad of reasons.
2: The legal samster would like to take (laughs) (laughs) not to trespass. You can just hear the typewriter in the background, like (laughs) (laughs) not to go into buildings that have been condemned or abandoned because. Um. Apart from ghosts, you can find things like things Vagrants. that are like massively not up to code and like floors that will fall out from under Floors you. that
0: will fall out from under you. Um, people who are, are um, kind of sheltering there, who may be experiencing uh, mental health issues. And it is just generally not a safe thing to do to investigate these places but we did it so (laughs) we did not get far into the building but it was it was very late at night and we were trying not to obviously be caught so we went into the building a little ways and and came back out uh because i was feeling very uncomfortable it was very uncomfortable we were right near the church of the the building and we had found a door that was unlocked and when we came back out we were getting ready to walk away and from somewhere it sounded like inside the building, we heard like a woman scream. And that was like one of the most terrifying experiences I've ever had. We booked it out of there so fucking fast. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen Adam move that fast. <laughs> uh Sam, do you have any
2: any weird ghost stories that, that you've never shared with us? Um, I do have one. <laughs> um so, when I was working as a security guard in Philadelphia, um, there was one floor of the building that I worked at that nobody wanted to go up to in the middle of the night. But why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but why? So, um, I used to work um, midnight to eight in the morning because I was a masochist. Um, and I was the only person on my shift that would do the rounds through the building because you had to go through that hallway. hmm um, I used to go up there, and you would see all kinds of weird, stupid shit. It was mostly shadows, but um, the one night I was walking down the hallway, and it was a computer room, so there were like emergency lights and shit, and they would flash. So super fun. Anyway, it looked like you were... <laughs> literally a horror movie. It looked like a disco horror movie. Up there, anyway. awesome. Michael Myers but... was in
0: there.
4: <laughs> Accurate. <laughs>
2: But I'm walking down the hallway and I just see from around the corner just this shadow just walk out into the middle of the hallway and turn like it's facing me. Uh -uh. And I stopped completely with my (laughs) flashlight.
3: (laughs) And left. And
2: and all of a sudden it started moving towards me, moving towards me. I'm sitting here going like, I'm going to shit my pants. And then it turned and went through the wall.
5: Oh, Well, it didn't go to you. And I turned around.
2: Walked calmly out of the room, (laughs) locked the door behind me, and then ran all the way back to the security (laughs) office.
0: (laughs) And you're like, didn't see anything. Nope, got to go.
2: And my supervisor, who was on shift with me that night, was like, I was watching you on the cameras. What the fuck happened? And I explained it to him. And he said, you're full of shit. I'm going to go do rounds. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll sit here and watch your ass on the camera. That's totally Mm -hmm. fine. (laughs) And he got up there. And he walks like halfway down the hallway and I just see him stop. Mm -hmm. And then he turned and ran his ass out of the computer room. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel completely vindicated. (laughs) But yeah, no, the building I worked at in Philly was totally haunted. It sucked.
0: That's great. I mean, anywhere in Philly, I feel like is just kind of ripe for... For ghosts and things, it's such a like old, weird, decrepit city.
2: Yeah, and not to give <laughs> not to give too much away, but it wasn't that far away from Eastern State Penitentiary, and it was like right across the street from the Edgar Allan Poe House. What so is it Allen was Allen it was a creepy area of Philly to start with. Um, the Edgar Allan Poe House is when he lived in Philadelphia. He had he had a house in this particular oh, I didn't think area. He ever lived there. Um, yeah, no, he's more famous for living in Baltimore, but he did live in Philadelphia for a brief. Period of time, and he had a house in this particular area, and hmm. it's still there. I believe it's a museum now.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you can go and visit. Yep, you can. Is it still in like some kind of? Well, I guess it's it's probably not like
2: it's upkept. I don't know. I've never been inside it, so I I don't. I have no idea.
0: That's so weird. So you think you got chased out of the computer room by Edgar Allan Poe? No. <laughs> He's like, I still like my typewriter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I don't think I got chased out of the computer room by Edgar Allan
0: Poe. Well, I hope you did.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I nearly shit my pants. Thank you for that.
4: So, <laughs>
0: so, I mean, we've all kind of had these, like, weird experiences, whether it was ghosts or it was ketamine, whatever it was. <laughs> we've all kind of had these, these weird experiences. And, you know, we all have kind of varying degrees of belief when it comes to you know, supernatural and and the afterlife and and weird things like that. Do you have a ghost, like a fictional ghost, that scares the crap out of you?
1: (laughs) Yes. So for me, it's not one in particular, but it's any movie where the ghost kind of like latches on Mm. to a person. Like the thought of...
0: Like The Conjuring?
1: like the conjuring there's been so many and I guess it kind of like it it in particular like really kind of scares me because when I think back to to evergreen again you know it's not like when you're laying in bed at at night and you think you see a shadow move because you know I feel like that has happened to every person on earth especially when you're a kid but it's it's that feeling like when you're totally consumed and doing something else during the middle of the day and you're not scared and you're not thinking about any of these things and then all of a sudden you get a very uneasy feeling like mm-hmm. a truly like de- like that like inside you like this is wrong I shouldn't be here feeling and that kind of translated A little bit to, like, when I was living at Mima and Joe's. And then there Mm -hmm. was always that thought in the back of my mind. Like, is there something attached to me? Is it not that there was a problem with this house or this place? Like, if I'm feeling it in all these different locations, is it me? Did you feel
0: those things in Mima and Joe's house? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, it's funny. That's one of the only houses I never felt Mm -hmm. uncomfortable in, except for the basement. There was something in that, like, downstairs family room. Not the basement. The downstairs family Mm -hmm. room that uh kind of kind of freaked me out but not like not in a way that was like significant i just like i remember there were a couple times where i felt a little uneasy
4: right.
1: and i don't feel that way anymore um so if there was something <laughs> it's, it's not with me anymore i don't believe but those those types of movies kind of freak me out because it's it's that feeling of like okay well you know, if I do encounter a ghost because I go to a haunted, you know, asylum, <laughs> well, as long as I can get out of there, well, I'm good. Yeah. And and this kind of breaks those rules, so to speak. That mm. okay, I could I could remove myself from the situation and still be affected. Well,
0: I have kind of an interesting question because I don't know how I I managed to not ask you this before. You you don't work in education anymore. Correct? You uh you work in real estate. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Do you I you and I have spoken about things like this before, but not to any great extent. Have you ever had like a weird experience in a house you were
1: showing? I have. And and this is where again, this is where I guess there is a part of me as, as much as I would be that person in the movie who's like the logic mind you know the <laughs> this uh, the skeptic who's saying you know oh let's explain it away all these different ways even though the evidence is right in front of me I, I typically take that role in life but the thing that I guess makes me question it or or makes me maybe believe a little bit in this energy is that um, again? There's been plenty of times in my life, and a couple that just happened recently in the past few months, where I'm not scared. I'm not in an environment that is, you know, spooky or creepy, or that I know something about. Like I'm just going about my day to day. And I walk into a room so you know when I'm showing these houses sometimes if a client is a few minutes late, you know I'll open the house, I'll go in by myself, especially if it's a home that I've never shown just to kind of get the lay of the land a little bit.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's been times like I can go into the most deranged you know silence of the lamb's basement and be like, oh, this is a creepy basement, but it's fine um, and feel nothing but sometimes like I'll just I'll walk into a room in particular, I remember um, one room it was like, it was on the second floor and there were a bunch of there were three other bedrooms and they were fine and then there was one bedroom that had like the slanted ceiling and as soon as I walked in I was like nope this is <laughs> like it's not that I saw anything yeah. it's not like I got you know the chills or, or and well I kind of did actually but it wasn't like I felt cold but I I got a sensation and just knew in my gut I shouldn't be here like there's yeah. something wrong.
0: It's not necessarily like a it's not the sense of a presence it's just the sense of like something is off something correct. is not right correct um do you have any stories where like you've gone to a house that you were showing and something like that happened and then you had to explain it to the other people you were showing it to or have you had that experience while you were showing a house to people
4: the
1: other house the one that stands out was a it was a basement that we went into but again it wasn't like a creepy basement it was a finished basement it was perfectly fine and this one section of it we walked into and my body language must have changed because they were like like maybe I was talking and I stopped I have no (laughs) idea I don't really remember and they were kind of like you okay? <laughs> I was like, I'm fine. Sorry, just you know, lost like, my train of thought. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you try- see the blood on the walls, don't you? <laughs> um, so you know, I didn't get into it. You know, with with the clients, and they didn't end up going for the house. Shocking. Uh, so um, I don't know. I guess I would have been a little conflicted there if they were like, "Oh, this is our dream home. Let's <laughs> you know, let's put in an offer." Maybe Do you? Are something. there
0: rules about like? Because I know we all hear, like, if someone has died in a home, you're usually supposed to disclose that.
1: So there's not a section of, like, a listing agreement or when you're you're putting a house, like, on the market. There's not something that says, like, is this house haunted or did someone die here? Um, the general rule of thumb is this. If, if you have knowledge about something that happened in a home and you're asked about it, you absolutely have to disclose the information that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand... If someone doesn't ask you outright, but you've been working with clients and you know that they're either very religious or that that sort of thing would bother them, or they've specifically <laughs> talked about, you know, not wanting to buy a haunted house, and you you don't share that information, mm-hmm. um, that's a problem. So you have to you have to disclose what you know um, when asked, or if you know it would influence a person. But there's not like a checkbox for.
0: Have you ever shown a house that was like significant?
1: I in haven't, um, but I I showed a house and I didn't realize it um, until later in the day. I don't know if you heard the horrible story it happened, I guess, about a year ago. Um, so the hair place that I used to go to um, is Frank Anthony Salon. It's um, in Chester. It's kind of like on the border of Chester and Flanders. Mm-hmm. And the owners, um, the Warners, were brutally murdered by they were brutally murdered in their um washington township and warren county in their home um i I think it was about a year ago um and they figured out pretty quickly i don't think he's actually been tried or anything but it all evidence suggests (laughs) Strongly. Um that (laughs) they're (laughs) allegedly allegedly. They have allegedly. (laughs) But not um, that their adult son who was living with them at the time um brutally, brutally murdered them. Oh wow. Yeah. Um so I've actually been working with a client. I'm still working with this client who is looking to, she's, she's elderly and she's looking to downsize. And she, um, her sister lives in this community that she was telling me about. It's like a 55 plus community and, um, in Washington Township. <laughs> and, um, we went, uh, about a month ago to go look at some homes and, um, I showed her one and she, she really liked it. Um, it's a little bit too big for her. And then we went to her sister's house just to, you know, say hello and see how everything was going. And, Um, she was like oh that house you can't get that house that one's next to the murder house i was like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) and she was like oh the house right next door that's uh that's where the the warners were were just murdered last year that's the murder house and uh it recently it has sold that actually someone else has has purchased it and
0: would you ever uh... buy a house that was infamous that way
1: I don't know. It kind of <laughs> for those who are listening to the haunting of Hill House minisodes, um, you know, you and Carmen actually had the very same comment about the house. It was like, "Fuck the ghosts! Like this is a beautiful house." <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> like bent neck woman, like get bent because you know whatever it's going to take. So I guess maybe if it was like my absolute dream home, and this was the only way I was ever—I don't know. I even saying that I, I don't—I mm. don't know that I would really want that legacy even more so than like thinking about like ghosts and stuff (laughs) i don't i don't think so
0: what about you barb do you (laughs) do you think you could live in a house where you knew someone was brutally murdered if i had a lot of sage like i mean mean, yeah
5: probably i could probably do it i mean like in that case because it's like it's not like some serial killer it's not like you know you found out like some infamous serial killer killed somebody in that house like that to me i feel like feels worse but like In that case, like you know, like they know who did it. He's
4: going. I don't know.
1: I almost feel like if you're thinking about it from like an an energy standpoint, like wouldn't you think like the act of a child like brutally murdering their parents like would leave like a more lingering.
5: I mean, if I like, if I went to see the house, like, there's more felt, emotion there. It, yeah. I mean, mm. if I went to see the house and it felt, I was like, oh no, no, this place is not like, you know. I'd be more worried about like a Michael Myers situation. I'm like, is he gonna get out of prison in 30 years? I'm <laughs> come back here, find out Lori. Here. Yeah, like, I, I was like, I won't be able to move that fast in 30 years. Like, <laughs> it's coming. It's yeah, coming. I, like, no, I house. shot him six times. <laughs> no house is worth that. I don't want to be a movie.
3: So, what like, about you, Kevion? Absolutely not. No? No, it could be the most beautiful house in the world for three reasons. Number one, the emotion thing. Because like every experience I've ever had that was like, pseudo, like any form of supernatural, I have always felt like a very emotional response. In the same way that you were talking about energy, like I can walk into a room and I just am overcome with a certain emotion. That's number one. Number two, any house like that, every teenager in the neighborhood is going to be stalking my house 24-7 while I'm <laughs> living there, and I wouldn't want to deal with that and number three just I'm sorry the legacy of the house like uh could you imagine at like three in the morning like going to the bathroom and just like o- being overcome just with the memory of the fact that that happened and then just like be standing there in the dark like kind of, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like no I'm good
5: I just imagine that when you go to like see houses in the future you're just gonna bring an unplugged off-lighting fan that you can <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw <laughs> it into the living room <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, use those like two like bars and if they cross there's a go Kevin Scott like hey, this shit turns on. <laughs> is anyone <laughs> no here
0: <goes> water? <laughs> Sam, would you live in a a house that was not necessarily haunted, but that had been the the site of a gruesome murder?
2: I don't think I could just because I'm I'm a big enough true crime geek that I would like mm. look up what happened and know like every little detail, and I don't think I could be. I don't think I could be on the site of something like that for yeah. too long.
0: I I struggle with it because I I do believe in ghosts, but even not from that standpoint it's like just the knowledge that something like that happened in a house that was like maybe something that i had a lot of joy in or that uh it was it was it was like my home but before that something really terrible had happened there i feel like i would never be able to i would never be able to fully enjoy the house because there would always be this kind of like lingering idea of what had happened there I don't know. But then it's like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean every time someone gets murdered in a house, we have to tear it down and and start over? And I'm not saying I'm opposed to that, but, like, uh, you know, I I don't want to make it sound like it happens every day, but, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I I guess at some point you're going to... You're going to be somewhere where something terrible happened.
5: Well, every house has a history. I think it's, like, the discussion around, like, how bad is the history?
0: Well, no, I understand that, but I'm, I'm saying, like, at some point in your life, chances are good that you're going to be somewhere where something really yeah. terrible happened. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and whether it's where you're living or where you're working or anything like that. Uh, have you ever had something like that where you were working?
3: <laughs> well, you worked in a, a witch store, didn't you? Yes, I did. So, yeah. <laughs> did something terrible happen there? A lot of terrible things happened there. Um, the owner, Sue, several times set the store on fire because she just like randomly passed out. Like, um... <laughs> Did she also breathe fire? <laughs> well, no, because she would... She passed there. out and the store lit on fire. So, I mean, but you have to think, like we sold um, aroma diffusers, we sold candles, we sold sage, like we always had sage burning And she the loved store. to burn all of them at once. Um, and like, I can't tell you how many times I would be there till, like, 11, 12 o'clock at night with her, like, redoing the window, and she would have candles and stuff, and what would usually happen is she would be, like, sitting on the floor rearranging some, like, bottom shelf display, and it would be 1 o'clock in the morning, and she'd been there since, like, 7 o'clock the morning before, and the next thing you know, she fell asleep and the candle fell over, and she lit the carpet on fire, and, like... (laughs) Is Sue still alive? (laughs) I don't know. We did not end on good terms. (laughs) Um, But... Like, but she used to, I mean, she used to also attribute it to, and I will say there were times where I was there at like one or two in the morning by myself, like doing displays, doing the window, stuff like that. and it would get really creepy in this tiny little like closet of a store because I don't know, there was just you had so many different kinds of people and so many different things in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely attracted like attention. We also had this one, <laughs> we had this one tarot reader. her name was Amy. Um, she was a very, very <laughs> nice she person. she raindrop drink? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she was a very, very nice woman, but she was, I don't know. She had a lot of stuff going on, and I always kind of felt because of, like, the tarot that she was doing and the people that she met, like, she definitely attracted a lot of, like, shit into that store. Like, the days, she only worked, like, two or three days a week. Um, and then we had another reader, and we never felt the need to sage after the one reader. But when Amy would work, because she attracted like a lot of crazies. Like, uh, one of her main clients was a girl who was convinced she was a ficus. Like, and I'm not even saying that. <laughs> this is oddly specific. She was literally, a ficus. like, she she was convinced she was a ficus. Like, when I tell you, she literally looked at me. Now, I had one coworker. Me and Debbie were like the most. Down to earth of the people who work there, um, and then there was like Amy and Bonnie and Sue and and, the and Tyler. <laughs> um, and
4: water.
3: no, she used to. Li- she literally told us one day that when she went to bed at night, she had a large pot full of soil no. that she would put her feet no. into, and she would sleep standing up. She would strap herself to her wall, and she's helpful. standing there telling me this. Uh, she was telling me and Debbie this. And her mom is standing right there and I looked at her and I was like, You need to like help your daughter. Like like you need to like <laughs> like, like like it was it was disturbing. Like cause she's having this she, she is, is like, like <What>? that one is like
4: you need to take care of your baby seriously like me
3: and Debbie were standing there like mortified because this woman's. I mean I will say her mother just always looked exhausted because it was always one thing or another with this girl when she would walk in I would go out the back door because I didn't want to because she would always rope you into a conversation
5: like I "I am a ficus (laughs) there's more of me (laughs) I don't know
3: if ficuses listen to podcasts (laughs) she's standing in a shower somewhere mm. like hey <laughs> i mean at this point she probably thinks she's something else at one point she was a ficus at one point she was like a cat um at one point she was convinced that she was the reincarnation of catherine the great's dog <laughs>
0: <laughs> imagine being the person she's like i am the reincarnation of
3: catherine the great <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but like, and they're like what but like i say this to you because like these were the people that like amy would bring in and amy because she's doing a tarot reading you know like she's like egging these people on she's like yeah you used to have white fur and you know like a black patch over your left eye and, and she's and like yeah i did she yeah like um it, it was just there were a lot of very interesting personalities that came through that store i want to go there. um it's closed um, it Even is no better. longer it <laughs> no longer exists. It is now the jewelry store that was next to it. They expanded. Oh. Um, that are the bank. Spooky jewelry. Store. <laughs> <laughs> a lot just that stuff. one spot to the right, about halfway down, where there's probably still a burn mark covered with a trash can. <laughs> 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 like, like Sue comes back at two o'clock and just like Indian style plants or something. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there were a lot Native of... Native Americans time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, there were a lot of interesting people who shot there. Um, like, And the people who worked there, too. I think the most interesting one was Tyler. I did not like her. <laughs> she was not a nice person. Um, she sounds odd. Well, she used to do the thing, and me and Debbie used to make fun of her all the time, because customers would come in, and Tyler's selling technique... Was that she would tell every single person that she actually like got into a conversation with, where like it was more than like two minutes, where they were just asking where something was. She would always tell them that Archangel Michael was over their shoulder. She'd be like, "He's he's over your shoulder. He's casting like purple ribbons and everything to protect you." And me and Debbie <laughs> <laughs> used to be sitting behind the because when you were, when you were behind the counter in the back, the, did you was... sit in the back with purple ribbons and like throw them?
4: <laughs> <laughs> you had a whole no. setup. <laughs>
3: There was a door that led into this like alleyway behind the store, and we used to go back there because we couldn't leave the store. Um, so if we wanted to smoke a cigarette, we were allowed to stand in that back area because we could still see the counter and people could technically still see us, but we could then smoke because we were outside the store. So every single time we would leave Tyler in there, Debbie and I would just be joking. I'd be like, "Oh my god, I see Ar- Archangel Michael over you right now. He's in your <laughs> pack of cigarettes. Like he's like in your lighter. You lit it with purple. His It's a purple." <laughs> And one time, like, because Debbie had, like, a smoker's voice, so, like, and she had a smoker's laugh. So d- Tyler was talking to these people, and they didn't know we were back there. It sounds like she stole them. She had a smoker's voice. She had a smoker's laugh. She had a smoker's face. Um, <laughs> but, like, In her purse. One time we were actually, like, back there, and we were just smoking, and these customers were working with Tyler, and they didn't know we were back there. And apparently Tyler had just told the person that Archangel Michael was over her right shoulder. And then all this woman heard in her right ear was Debbie being like. (laughs) 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 And the woman got so freaked out that she left because she had only apparently come into the store like on a dare with her friend. Like because her friend would shop there sometimes. Um, so like, <laughs> oh, my God. There were a lot of times where people thought that, like, there were ghosts back there because me and Debbie were smoking a cigarette. And, like, <laughs> you were the ghosts. And, yeah, the we were the ghosts of Success Express. What was the Express. name of it? Success Express. Success ex- That does not sound like a witch store. So it was a metaphysical shop, but Sue also, um, it was... Um, What's the it was like a recovery store as well. Like we sold the NA and AA medallions, and like we sold a lot of um, like the friend of Bill stuff, and like all that fun what? stuff. Like, isn't friend of Bill um, the guy who started AA? Um, like it I was don't know like what it was like saying so there there's like <laughs> the a, friend of I, Bill was he lost one of the guys? As
1: soon as you said Success Express, because I could have sworn that was a toy store. There <laughs> no,
3: um, no, there
5: was a toy store named Success Express in like Watch Watchung.
3: No, there's only Learning Express. Oh I man. Yeah, know. there's Learning Express and, <laughs> 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 um
4: <laughs>
3: But yeah, it used to be like when like AA started and everything that like you could introduce yourself to someone in a way in public without like outing yourself cuz it's anonymous that you would say oh I'm a friend of Bill <laughs> like and that was how they would like kind of in the same <laughs> way that gay people used really like, to be like I was a friend heart, of yeah. uh, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. Uh, well, sadly, we're almost at the end of the episode. But before we go, I thought it would be fun to talk about something that Jessica kind of confided in me privately earlier today. When- <laughs> <laughs> i which one. You're like, oh, no, what did I say? I know. Uh, I was on my way to, to brunch today. I do, I do brunch at Feathers every Sunday. And Jess and I were talking on the oh, phone. I know. I know. And... A couple of, do you remember a couple of months ago, we had a text conversation and we talked about it on the podcast. Oh. We talked about how I had had uh, a dream that there was, that I was being attacked by a demon at dad's house. And
1: oh. who was that demon?
0: Nanny. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm,
1: hey, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What? Didn't you say that it was Bob? No. Wow.
3: Jessica. I just <laughs> <said this. laughs> I I know how you remember, was kidding.
0: it was I was kidding about nanny I love nanny um but then <laughs> I had texted Sam and I had said <laughs> I had shush I can hear you <laughs> <laughs> I had texted Sam and I and I told her the story and she said oh my god I had a very similar dream I was uh I was kind of being attacked by something I couldn't see at Dad's house. And so then I texted Bob and I was like, oh my God, Sam and I had this dream last night. And you were like, yeah, I had the same, I had like, like a very similar type, dream, yeah. the same type of dream. And then we texted Kevin and Kevin had had the same type of dream the same sort of, night. Sort of, yeah. It was similar in in yeah. that you were kind of being stalked at Dad's house. Yeah, And Jess...
1: Well, first of all, (laughs) so I don't always listen to the podcast in order because sometimes you guys are discussing something that I haven't watched yet. Um, And I've been walking a lot recently, so I was catching up on some missed uh, episodes. And so first of all, hello, I'm one of the five. (laughs) So I did not get the same text or phone call to see. Well, I will
0: say this. The only reason I didn't text you is because you didn't live in that house. So I didn't expect you to have like... That kind of connection to it?
1: True. If it is, in fact, the house and not us. But um, so hurt feelings aside, um, it struck me. And here's why. Obviously, you know, it's September 13th, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And um, this happened, I think it was like July something. It
0: was yeah, sometime in the
1: middle of the summer. I don't remember. So, I mean, clearly I I don't keep a dream diary. I, (laughs) I can't remember when things happen. But I'm not someone who has frequent nightmares at all. Or if I do, like... They're kind of those ones where you you wake up and you're like, oh, thank God that wasn't, you know, Mm -hmm. actual life. You know, it was just a nightmare. Um, But over the summer, probably around that time, I woke up. It was like that three o'clock in the morning. Like I literally bolted up in bed. Mm -hmm. I don't remember ever having a dream that that made my I, I literally had an adrenaline rush. Like I could feel it like coursing through me. My heart was racing. Um, At this point, I really don't remember the details of the dream, but I just so distinctly remember the feeling that accompanied it because it was like nothing else I've ever felt from a dream before. Um, Took me like a while to actually like calm down, like physically the reaction that I was having, like it took me a while to calm down. Um, and I'm just so curious now. Like,
0: Do you remember if it had anything to do with like kind of a supernatural premise?
1: Yes, that I can tell you 100%. It was it was very much I don't want to say like a demon. I don't remember right. again, like where I was or anything like that. But it was definitely a supernatural like situation situation for sure. How
0: bizarre. And now I'm like, as soon as she told me I was like in the car, I was like, Uh, I I didn't know like I was like how do we investigate this we're gonna have to call Kathy Kelly I was just about to say we're gonna have to go to Kathy and be like listen put us in touch with with one of your uh one of your psychics we want to have a little a little investigation
1: the only thing I wonder because I wear my watch a lot at night I wonder if I like went back and I saw like my heart like race one night you know, like if oh, I'm because you wear at, a smartwatch. Yeah, I'd have to look at that. I don't. I just thought of it right now. Let me I know because if
0: you find it and and yeah, we can right. trace it back to the yeah. date, we could possibly narrow this down.
1: Yeah, I would have to look. I'd have to kind of like look through the data. How strange! It's just crazy. And again, I'm sure it wasn't. But when when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like what would that even mean? Like, do I even want to know? Because what if like. The date was, did line up. Like, I know. What would we even do with that?
0: I and that's what my question is because I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, how how would we even begin to analyze this? We it all it happened to all of us on the same night. I remember. I mean, obviously for me, my sleep schedule is a bit different than everyone else's, but I remember sitting up like early in the morning. It was early in the morning, much earlier than I would normally be up because. On a drag queen sleep schedule, I don't usually get up until like tw- <laughs> between twelve and one in the afternoon. But I I got up and was like shocked. I was like I was like uncomfortable, and I texted Sam and I was like I had the weirdest dream. I don't, I don't even know what possessed me to be like, no pun intended, to <laughs> to text Sam and tell her about it. I mean, obviously we share a lot of this stuff because it's something we're very interested in, but something about the situation made me want to share it with her. And when she told me that she had the same experience, I was like, how weird. Like, it's such an unusual thing. I really do think it would be fun if one night we had like, I don't want to say a seance, because I don't think a seance is the right word. Um, But if we kind of like went to a psychic or something, just to get like a reading to see if there was some kind of weird energy connection that uh, uh, but the, but then the thing is it's, it was so long ago it's like would it even still be relevant
3: well I just went through my text and it would have been Saturday July 18th yeah, I
4: was gonna
3: say. Saturday July 18th
1: I'm gonna have to look I don't know how to look this up um, I think in Apple Health because my my resting heart rate is very low like I actually, <laughs> my seven resting heart rate day. Is dead. <laughs> No, it's it's very. Like, to the point you I like Meryl Streep in Death today. Becomes Her. I was like, is this normal? Because this is telling me. It. Um, so all I'm saying is if I if I can track it, and if I happen to be wearing my watch that night, because sometimes I do take it off when I'm sleeping, mm-hmm. it, it would obviously show something because right. it would be drastically different than.
0: You're going to have to let us know when you find out it if, if it was that night.
1: I almost like don't
0: want to know. <laughs> How did you find that so fast? Just
3: scroll through my texts. Because yeah, <laughs> the only reason I was able to find it so quick was because I remember sending the kids bop Karen like when she's in the <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, listening to kids bop. Just that one screen still where she's like looking into the, w- and through the window and her in the back. As I was like, that was the demon.
1: Um, oh God! I can look at this. Oh,
0: I'm like I'm. I really want to know now, but I I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to make you go through it all. Um, I I will say this. I it, it would really freak me out if it was the 18th. But I I don't I like <laughs> I like almost don't want to know. She's like I I'm, I'm, I'm like in good. July.
1: I just don't know how to. Um, Isolate the date. Pull up the individual dates now. Huh. What well, was that one? <laughs> <We're gonna spell laughs> That's just the highest of July that it ever yeah, I mean, was. Like For those of you listening know. who oh, don't we, know oh. us, we are all over thirty. <laughs> 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 what now did I do? Everything's in Spanish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what date did you say?
4: The eighteenth uh,
0: was the was the date that we all had.
1: I didn't have my watch uh seventeenth. Oh. What did it I don't have any data for the 18th. Oh, oh no, no. But she was wearing her watch. <laughs> but you don't, <laughs> but you don't no, have data like, the for day another day. Yeah, no, like the day before I had, and the 18th is blank, and the 19th. The ghosts erased raised. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, shit, they're going to know. Oh, I'm no. kind of glad. I think if, if, if it had been... I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I would have done with that. That would have been such an epic
5: moment, though, to have, like, on the podcast. i like, like, it was the 18th. <laughs>
1: we could edit it. Yeah. Just go Somewhere really quiet. in this
0: moment, we're going to have to, like, crank the audio for the EVP to see, it, to, to see the voice being like, I summon your soul. Like, <laughs> Yay, I call on the trogno Um... <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for the one-year anniversary episode. We have done, including mini minisodes, over 100 episodes of this podcast. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. amazing. Well, kids, uh, I hope you liked this episode. We want to say a very special thank you to Barb and Kevions and Yesiha for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> for joining us uh, on this episode. Um we we do want to remind you this is coming out on Thursday, so tomorrow night we are doing our first sleepover event, which is very exciting. We're going to be, Sam is so We're going to be uh, hanging out with you guys, and we're going to be making some very 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 special announcements at our sleepover. So uh, check in. We'll, we've got some exciting news to to announce to all of you i'm sure we'll be putting it up on social media soon so until next time stay spoopy and remember
2: i want you to know this is what i believe and it may contradict a previous medical diagnosis but you called me here and i'm taking that as an acceptance of my readings yes your son isn't in a coma falling off a ladder had nothing to do with this His physical body is here, but his spiritual body is not. And the reason these disturbances, they followed you to a new home, is because it's not the house that's haunted.
3: It's your son.
0: My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Insidious, distributed by Film District 2010. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions.
4: Barbara Duel.